so it's basically you know your the your essence of everything good about you. I hate to say it, but that's true, and I'm I I buy it. Maybe we shouldn't mention time bombs and bo different types of bombs over your, uh, your thing. From video games to movies, from comic books to TV shows, this is Nerd Out. Nerd people talking about nerd things. But yeah, um, so let's just get right into this. Uh, hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Nerd Out. Uh podcast of z century uh today uh first off i am your glorious host uh caleb hashtag iron ore hashtag twitter i don't know i don't know why i said hashtag anyways uh with me today i also have my good friend cameron hello everybody and then also jonathan hi and so these are different people than we've had the last two times, but that's okay. A natural changing, I guess, or evolving cast is always much more fun, in my opinion. You get different personalities, which is great. Um, so for you guys who have not been on the show before, uh, what we do here is we talk about nerd things, if you didn't catch that already. Uh, but also, uh, the way I like to open things up is just stuff that we have been up to recently. So, and Jonathan just <laughs> sent us a picture in the group chat of how amazing he looks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who do not see, because this is a po audio podcast, not a video hashtag the guy on the right <laughs> anyways um uh yeah so as i was saying just a moment ago uh we like i like to share with the stuff that we've been up to uh lately so cameron if you'd like to share first that'd be great okay yeah sure well <laughs> um something big about me i am a huge marvel fan uh some that's something i've always grown up with so I guess I'll start off just by talking about Marvel. and Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I guess coming up, of course, we have the new movie, Doctor Strange, coming up. That's an interesting topic. Uh, not a lot of people have been talking about it lately. We've seen a bunch of uh, trailers, TV spots, but not a whole lot of maybe positive talk. Mainly it's just like, okay, it's coming, it's there. So I guess basically uh, what, what are people's thoughts? Like, Are they looking forward to it? Is it going to be good? And honestly – I've been saying this since the day you know they announced it. I don't know if this is gonna be, a, you know, one of the good ones or not. But um, I will say this: Marvel usually always has good movies. Um, yes. The weakest of the ones, in my opinion, are the Thor ones. However, this yeah. will be the most exotic, most uh, whatever words you want to describe. It's going to be the most interesting one. On interesting one, as in thought-provoking a lot like inception you're gonna really have to pay attention i think so mm -hmm. i agree like just based off of the camera shots that we've seen so far that's the exact feel i get off of this is inception so that really makes me excited because inception's one of my most favorite movies at the moment i just really love it's one of those movies you can watch over and over again and it not really hurt as much as other movies uh some movies are just <laughs> 
<laughs> we have the chat going in Skype. This is great. Uh, but anyways, is this Inception? I just like it because it's just a movie that you, like you said, it's thought provoking, and so it just provides so much content you can get out of it just watching it several times through. Uh, I really like uh, Doctor Strange, the concept of what they're going for here. It's the most mystical movie we've had yet. And uh, one of the reasons I think Thor has hurt is because they've like leaned into that mystical realm, but not really focus on it. It's just like, it's there, you know, or like Thor, we're not gods. We're just really long living aliens. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So, but I think that's just where they hurt is just lack of description or explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, yeah, not only that, but like I think a lot of it they try to be too grounded with it. So, like, say in the first, you know, like it starts off on Asgard, but then they go back to Earth, and it kind of goes back and forth and back and forth. When I think they should really stay focused, they should have stayed focused on one thing. Like you said, they even in the movie itself, oh, you know, they say no, you know, we just where we live a very long time, you know, like aliens. Um, I think they just should have done a better job of getting into, like, it's okay to get mystical in it. It's Marvel. It's comic book. There's no limitations mm-hmm. to do. But I think they kind of restricted themselves too much. Yeah, and that's why I'm actually kind of looking forward to the next Thor movie as well. I think they're going to really lean into that mystical essence um, with Thor, or at least... Uh, the alien side maybe they gotta choose one or the other because like they've that's also the thing i didn't like is they've like wobbled between mystic and alien science with uh the thor world and i do not like that at all you gotta pick one or the other mm-hmm. um jonathan what have you been up to um honestly i haven't been able to be part of the nerd world as much as i hope to um i've mainly been uh just watching trailers and see and looking at what's coming out um but uh personally i'm, I'm looking forward towards uh towards the doctor who uh release for this year um yeah i think that's really cool i think they left off on a good point we can back we can get back to that later um <laughs> I, I wanted to throw in a point with uh benedict or with um dr strange what are um i wonder what the percentage is uh with like actual fans of the comic or who's just going to see it because benedict cumberbatch is in it both that's uh i think i think it's a pretty good topic to bring up um that is a, yeah yeah great question yeah and i think some of the people who are going just for benedict cumberbatch are going to be disappointed because me as a soul as a fan of each the marvel universe and benedict cumberbatch uh it's very awkward uh watching him in the trailers because he's using an american accent and it's just very off-putting uh-huh but uh, so I think some of the Benedict Cumberbatch fans will be disappointed with that. But um, and it's it's just very awkward. Like, and you don't really notice it until times uh, where, um, gosh, <laughs> these pictures are distracting me. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh. Th- you can't really notice it until times when he like says actual sentences or phrases, not just when he says like "teach me" or something like teach before me. he says two words. Two words. 
don't really get much of an accent or anything there, so it's hard to pick it up. But there's a few times in these more recent trailers, uh, you can hear his lack of accent, and mm-hmm. it's very weird, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as far as the uh, accent part. I can definitely tell, like, in the trailers where he's actually said longer sentences. I'm like, that kind of sounds weird, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, as far as, like, fans that are going to see this just see Benedict Cumberbatch, I half don't think that they'll be disappointed because if you, like, look at a lot of the roles that Benedict Cumberbatch plays, whether it's in Sherlock Holmes, whether it's in uh, the... Uh, Gosh, what's that? The mem, the one of the movies that Im- Imi- imitation game. Imi- yes. Yeah, imitation. Uh, that, that was really one, good. It was good. Oh, how, yeah. How about him in uh, the Hobbit, guys? He was a oh. drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But, like if you look at these roles with him, he often plays the same kind of role: arrogant, stubborn, mm-hmm. uh, self. Self, yeah, and that's exactly who Doctor Strange is in the comics. Like before, yeah, that's exactly why I wasn't surprised when he uh, got his got the role for Doctor Strange because some of the people that I heard is just like they're just asking him to play himself. Really, exactly. (laughs) It's basically the Marvel version of Sherlock. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. So I mean, basically, I guess I would have to say to the fans, I guess anyone that's watching it go see Bennett, but because of Benedict Cumberbatch, is to try not to focus on his accent, even though that he's the main character and he's going to be talking. Try not to focus on that. Try to focus on the character himself, the the plot, yeah. and how everything you know folds out. Yep. But you know, fans are going to see it for whatever they want. So I'm not. We can't stop them. And, you know, it's people going to see a Marvel movie in the end. Let's be honest. Exactly. Yeah. You never know. Maybe it'll be that conversion point where they just go for the actor, but then they're like, wow, that actually, uh, that, was, that was a pretty decent storyline. And uh, never know, it might cause them to want to dive in a little bit deeper. Yeah, go see um, some other Marvel movies. I, I also hear uh, there's plenty of uh, other... Uh, British people, I guess, to who are looking for roles. Because I heard uh, you mentioned Doctor Who earlier, Jonathan, and uh, Matt Smith has opened his mind to wanting to play in a Marvel role. Uh, he nothing specific. It's just I remember you know he posted on Twitter or something. This was like, yeah, Marvel sounds fun, and that's it. Well, so, he, he's already been in Terminator, so why shouldn't he be in Marvel? Was... I know no, <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah, this is like. I don't know. Matt Smith does whatever he wants. He was in Terminator. He was the Doctor, and now he's the Doctor again. And yeah. So. And like he's even been to Broadway recently as well. Yeah. So it's he's got things going pretty good for him. Yeah, he's sort of like a the British Brian Cranston. He's in everything. <laughs> Brian Cranston, he did a freaking uh, what was that movie? Gosh. I love it. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. He was in Malcolm in the Middle, Broadway, Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. That was uh, quite a and different role. He's been posting stuff about Power Rangers lately. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was in like one of the original Power Rangers or what. Speaking of Power Rangers, how do you, what, what do you guys feel about uh, the, the new movie coming out? Are you, oh, are yeah. you all looking forward to it or no? Um, the, the trailer looks 
interesting. Um, when the first images I saw of the new Power Rangers, uh, we saw their suits, and I was just like, those look like weird rainbow-colored Iron Men. Mm-hmm. And so I was just very off-put. I'm like, that's not my Power Rangers. <laughs> and so I just let it be. And then I saw, a few weeks ago, I saw the the Zords, the picture for the Zords. And I was just like, okay, I'm back in. These Zords look awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a sucker for giant robots. Yeah, to and, me. Oh, sorry, go ahead. And then the trailer dropped. And I was just like, um, sure. We'll just, we'll let that happen (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i mean up until the trailer i was like i'm not interested i'm not i don't really care about this yeah i heard about a power rangers it was just other news to me until i actually like okay i just watched the trailer because it was in my news feed i checked it i'm like this actually looks pretty good and yeah it it, like the the action look i i like the tone mm -hmm. they're having of it like they're kind of still ha- trying to keep it a little bit of like the hey, it's gonna be fun, you know. It's with these high schoolers, but at the same time, it's like, dang, their suits are pretty cool. And like with the Zords, I'm like, okay, this is actually this could be a pretty sick movie. Let's, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, I think it could be a good movie. That's not my problem with it at the moment. My problem is is like based off the trailer, it doesn't feel like they're telling anything. Power Rangers is just. They find these magic rocks that give them magic powers, and they somehow morph into suits. And I like, I get that's kind of how Power Rangers works, but I don't remember Power Rangers ever getting like powers like that. So it's like Power Rangers meets Chronicle. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much is the way. That's exactly the feel I get from it. Now that you put yeah. it that way. I mean, like you, you have to think like there's so many different variations of Power Rangers. I mean, you have the Task Force, you have Wait, Dino, is... Dinosaur, the Dinosaur ones, and in each one, Ninja. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have so many. Like each ones, they kind of get their powers from a little something else. But I will say, yeah, like I've never heard of this whole getting it kind of like from a stone and then all of a sudden you <laughs> have this. Like I like honestly, I don't exactly remember how the the original power rangers like got their powers all i remember is like yeah they were kicking butt and when they kicked someone mm-hmm. in the chest sparks flew up and i didn't care let's let, yeah let, let's just face it though one i doubt that their mouths are ever going to move with their speaking uh and two um even though their stones might give them power we all know that their true power comes from friendship <laughs> <laughs> friendship uh, that's right that's yeah. what it all boils um, down to, even though they have a black ranger. That's not racist for me saying that, and I don't even know if he's a black guy. I just think that it's weird that they have a black-colored suit. Well, I mean, that's they've had black suits before. But it, it was just such it was such a, a low-grade character. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why they're bringing it back. But Is Josh Trank involved with this? Because first he combines Chronicle with Fantastic Four. Is he combining Chronicle with uh, Power Rangers now? Oh gosh, I hope not. Because that's exactly what he did with Fantastic Four. He made it seem like Chronicle. Fantastic Four sucked. Oh my gosh, it was so lame. I don't see him involved. He actually has not a lot of work to his name on IMDb. Mm -mm. He's he's not going to have very much left to his name. If he keeps on, if he keeps up with the stuff. Okay, turns out that the um the the person in the blue suit is a black guy, and 
not a white person. I'm not like yeah, that's this is nothing to do with race. I was just curious. No. I don't. It, yeah, that is normal. It, it would have been messed up to put a black guy into a black suit because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the blue guy is typically a black guy. That I, if I remember correctly, or at least in the few that I few uh, seasons that I saw, because I know he is in the uh, Dino Dino one. And the black <laughs> suit guy is an Asian dude. Gosh. Yeah. Gosh, Trank. Then uh, <laughs> there's an Asian woman in a yellow suit. <laughs> yeah, and they always have the girls in the yellow and the pink. What's up with that? Yeah, dude, it's a new world, man. I think a guy should be able to wear pink if he wants. I know <laughs> there was a... <laughs> um... There was, because Power Rangers is originally Japanese, mm-hmm. so when they brought it over to uh, America, like, they brought all the same shots over, except for, like, the uh, out-of-suit ones with the actual people, so you, because they had to reshoot those, because otherwise dubbing would be weird and awkward, mm-hmm. so... Uh, I know in one of the seasons when they brought it over uh, in the Japanese version, one of the character, one of the suits was a girl suit. Like I think it was yellow. And so, but when they brought it over to America, it was a guy who was in the yellow suit. But the thing is with the girl suits, they have like a skirt attached to them. So you would see this guy transform into a yellow suit wearing a skirt. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I guess that's it, something they didn't think about. It was the yeah. it was the start of global cross dressing in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> it was the eighties. But yeah, I just remember that wasn't like one of the that was that wasn't the first season, but that was one of the seasons before because I think they started reshooting everything. Because uh, I think they stopped making it in Japan. I don't know. Just because America likes to take Japanese properties and overdo them like crazy. That is true. Um. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's Power Rangers. Uh, Jonathan, you mentioned Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh. I I like how. Uh, Cameron, are you a Doctor Who fan? I forget. I actually have not got into that show, which there's been many people to tell me I have. I should. Just, so. just cut Cameron off right now, then. Just, just cut him off. <laughs> I, I, I can't cut him off. He's already been on the episode for 20 minutes. We're in this for the long haul now. Yeah. Okay, so I'm about to I'm about to fire a gun at uh at Caleb or a uh, per, per, perver, proverbial gun, not a real gun, because threats oh, aren't okay. cool. Um. I was about to say, I yeah. I, anyways, I absolutely cannot stand Clara uh, as a companion. I, I just find her boring. Uh, We've had this conversation before. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have, and uh, I just want the world to know. I just, I, I do not like Clara. Like she's, yeah, she, she's, she's a great character in the storyline, and no, she's not near as annoying and bad of a companion as Donna ever will be. Um, there was, there are many people who would disagree with you. But uh, Donna is absolutely the worst companion that there was. Um, but I just... Dr. Donna! 
Dr. Donna. Oh, Donna was a pain in the butt, and everybody knows that. (laughs) Um, But uh, uh, from what I hear, this is Clara's uh, possible final three episodes at the beginning of the season. And um, I'm I'm some. I thought she was done. Well, they killed her. They they, they can't really get rid of the impossible girl. Um, ah. it's, it's it's like it's like spoiler. Alert, it's like trying to get rid of um, a river completely. But okay, true. You will never get rid of river no. completely ever. And, and plus, the doctor is a sticking time traveler, so it would only <laughs> he's spread all over River's timeline. So why isn't he spread all yeah. over? Clara's timeline so well and she's spread all over him exactly so it's it's only fair that they'll they'll yeah. come back together at some point I, I I'm okay with like a cameo every now and then because they brought Donna back yeah which is uh, a horrible decision yeah no my like they brought her like back for like a cameo this past season like he went in and checked on her or something right I can't remember like just like sitting across the street or something I don't know uh, hopefully it was something small hopefully was, i was in the was, bathroom was or something small. for that i, don't, <laughs> I, I can't I, that's how much i can't stand her i don't even care to waste a second uh, but. um i really liked the christmas episode because a it was one of the first ones we've got the doctor without uh clara i feel like she was holding him back from his true potential yeah um so i really like that you gotta see uh I loved the chemistry that River Song had uh, with Peter Capaldi. Yeah, like I, they had such immense chemistry that it was really unexpected. It seemed like they had been doing this for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. But so I really enjoyed that. Yeah, the, well, the, this wasn't uh, Doctor Who wasn't the first time they acted together. Like they've been they've okay. been in other shows together in different episodes. Um, I've, I've only seen a few, uh, but. Uh, Capaldi's been all over the place. Like um, in uh, in World War Z, he uh, he he played the role of one of the uh, the World Health Organization uh, scientists, and um, he he played a pretty uh, impactful role towards the end of the movie. And uh, I, I personally, I think that he's one of my favorite doctors. Uh, not only because he's a great actor, but because he's just he's not afraid to be a jerk. Uh, he doesn't have that love mm-hmm. interest with his companion, you know. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying there. Um, I I don't know if I would say he's my favorite companion. He's definitely gotten up there during the end of this last this last season, and I'm really expecting him to uh, grow on me more as the series progresses. This next season goes on now that Clara's gone and is no longer holding him back. But the real question is: Is he's gonna surpass surpass Matt Smith in your book? Uh, given that Matt Smith will come back this next season, and I'm curious on how, why, and those type of questions, uh, I'm hoping we'll get a chance to, like, see them side by side, and I think that'll tell me. Though, I have a feeling that, depending on how it happens or why it happens, uh, we might get a different version of Matt Smith's Doctor, if, like, not necessarily an evil type thing but something like something's different and i think this might my theory is like getting matt smith back is gonna like is like there's something because i know i've discussed this i think with you in the past that uh there's something wrong with the doctor's transformation 
when he regenerated last time. And I think Matt seeing Matt Smith is going to be something like that. Like I think he's got like going to get regeneration sickness or something and revert huh. back to his previous. I, I I don't I don't know if that'd be quite um possible, but um, see <laughs> I I've told you my theory on um the uh, on his regeneration, haven't I? Uh, I think so, but it's been a while. Yeah. Well. Um. Well. Spoilers. Uh. Whenever they. Um. Whenever he ended up saving. Uh. Gallifrey. Um. He. Oh no! You haven't then, because this is. This is new. Then. Oh yes, yes. Okay. Uh, well. Um. Okay. Well, whenever he ended up saving Gallifrey, technically that that changed time. That rewrote time. And. Uh, yes. Whenever. Whenever he like, there was that flash moment. Whenever he regenerated, it wasn't it wasn't slow like all of the others. It was all of a sudden, and so exactly. there's a part of me that wants to believe that since he changed history, that he might just be an earlier generation of himself. Hmm. But that's hard to. I, I don't know. Um. That is weird. That, that's an awkward way to think about it. But it. It somewhat makes sense too because it was just it was just all of a sudden, which did not really make sense. Yeah, no, he's never regenerated like that, so I'm really curious. Anyways, that's our Doctor Who talk huh. for today. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I think, I, I See, think this is the type now. of stuff you. Yeah, this is the type of stuff you're missing out on, Cameron. I know. I mean, I've seen a few episodes, I guess, but. Like that's one of the reasons I love Doctor Who is it's like very thought provoking uh, show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, kind of in that realm. No, I don't know about the realm. Caleb, you were asking mm-hmm. me about Harry Potter earlier, but yeah. let's talk about J.K. Rowling and her recent movie, Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them. Cool. Now I kind of wanted to lead into this somehow, but I was waiting for my segue. So thank perfect. you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So I actually I haven't seen that movie, however, or yet. Um, it looks very good. I don't know if you've, you've if yeah, if you have seen them. Um, however, yeah. J.K. Rowling was saying that she wants to make this these movies into a five part series. Now, what do you? I can't like, remember. I I I knew she wanted to make it into a series. I thought I read somewhere it was three. I, I just saw five yesterday. Uh, okay. So I guess as someone who's seen like all the Harry Potter movies and how mm-hmm. all this, how much of a success they were, whether it mm-hmm. was or wasn't similar to like the books. I know like the last part of the books, people weren't really happy that they kind of split that. They could have made it into one movie. So I guess with mm-hmm. just with J.K. Rowling and like her experience with all these books and movies and splitting them into it, what do you think? Is this a good idea for her? Uh, you think this would go really well or what? Well, um, I feel like the splitting of the last... She's always been heavily involved with uh, the movie making, which is slightly different for other movies that based off of a young adult books, I guess. Because uh, you had, like, all these... Just this wide... Because there was Hunger Games. That's the one that I was trying to think of. Mm. But this wide variety of young adult books have been made into movies. Divergence, another one that's been very popular lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two really suffered from splitting the last book into two movies. And they were trying... And I feel like they were just trying to do that since Harry Potter did that. 
And I feel like Harry Potter was, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, um, for those of you who can't see, which is all of you, <laughs> jo- Jonathan is sending us more pictures in the Skype chat, and it's terrifying. Uh, basically, Voldemort, bug-eyed Voldemort is the best way I can describe that. Monk and Voldemort. Mm-hmm. So, but, and, anyways, uh, give me just one second, sorry. For those of you at home that would yeah. like to see the picture, just Google Mr. Bean meets Voldemort. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, the, that's the best way to put it. Um, but anyways, as I was saying, they were lot, these movies had suffered, and I feel like they were just trying to copy what Harry Potter did. And Harry Potter, though there's a lot of people who complain, I feel like they were justified. Because these books are massive. Like, the Harry Potter books are massive. So... And there's just so much detail and so much story to tell. And I feel like, yeah, they probably could have kept some stuff out. But I, as a person who has seen the movies but not read the books, and there's another picture. Now we're just doing Mr. Bean crossover with anything Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, as a person who has only seen the movies and not read the books i enjoyed them splitting the last movie into two parts because like i got more i feel like i got more out of it um but as for uh splitting the next movies um i don't know because i know fantastic beast has a slight bit of a book series to it and i feel like i don't know how many books that one was i could look that up as Jonathan probably posts another picture to our Skype chat. No. <laughs> it's a trilogy. Fantastic. So there's It is a trilogy. Yeah. Thank you, sir. And I know uh, J.K. Rowling is definitely more involved with this movie set than the previous ones. So I feel like if that's the way she wants to take it, let her she's the one who wrote these books she's the one who has created this massive universe you know um so i say let her (laughs) let her do what she wants if she wants the movies to go into um five movies then Mm -hmm. let it happen because i feel like she knows she she's gonna tell this she should tell this story how she wants to tell it Mm -hmm. and i know they're gonna have movie ex you know they always have movie experts helping her out you know because she is a book author and a lot of the times what's written in a book doesn't transfer best into a movie you always have to make sure because these were written as books and so the mediums are two vastly different things so you have to keep that in mind as well. Yeah, I think like I think maybe one a couple concerns or a main concern that people might have about this is, oh, okay, so like basically this the Harry Potter really started the whole teenage, like the teenager you know action things you know of Hunger Games and Divergent series and uh, the Scorch Trials like all those type of things. Harry Potter was really like the first thing to really set off that. 
now. I would agree. Yeah, so now people would be like, okay, well, what's this any different from those? Because uh, previously, you know, Caleb, we've talked about, it's like, okay, people are sick of these, you know, teenage drama action films. What sets this apart? Well, well, I don't think this has to do with teenagers and the action. It's so much different from everything else. It's it's similar to Harry Potter, but it's not similar to the other ones as because it's just it's like with magic, it's just so out there. It's it has its own uniqueness to it. It's not all just, oh, okay, we have to survive and learn to get along with each other and oh this guy likes a girl. It's like it's not like that. You have to really read and think about what the Fantastic Beats is about. You know, it's not all mm-hmm. this teenage drama and that's why yeah and that's why it's a completely separate book series mm-hmm. um but i also feel like a fun activity to be doing because jk rowling um has an awesome website called pottermore yeah and it's for those of you who don't get enough harry potter from the books or from the movies and she has been doing a lot of hype on Pottermore recently. And I, part of it, I think, is to build up hype for Fantastic Beasts. But anyways, on Pottermore, there is a, uh, a quiz that you take to see which Harry Potter house you can be sorted into. And then also, there's another quiz that you could take because uh, Fantastic Beasts is based, off, based in North America and not England. So she has been writing a lot on this website for uh, about North America Wizard World. And so there's the North America Wizard School that's not Hogwarts, but it's like Ilvermorny or something. And so you could take a quiz to get sorted into that house. And now, just recently, like a week or two ago, she made another quiz to discover your Patronus charm. And so I feel like what needs to happen is the three of us are going to take this quiz live on a podcast. There's the link for it. Huh. We're going to dis- discover what Patronus we are. And Cameron, this will be very interesting for you as you don't know anything about Harry Potter. That is I true. Forgot what, I forgot my, what, what my uh, Pottermore account was. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Cameron, you're probably going to have to create a Pottermore account. So, but anyways, I will start this off since I already have it open up. And so, uh, it has awesome animation. Holy cow. Don't, don't, don't tell us your answers though. That that way we don't feel biased, but it gives different questions still. (laughs) I can't. All right. So I guess we'll just keep talking as I take this and I just, You need to react more quickly. Try again. Oh, darn. Okay. Gosh, it's really making you think on the spot. Like, you can't just think about these. All right. Uh, I choose that one. But, yeah, so this will be interesting. And it's not really questions. It's just uh, word association, I guess. Hmm. Okay, my website's loading. Yeah. So, this will be fun. In the meantime, oh, was something... Okay, so here's something I know about all three of us that'll be interesting topic to talk about given what also is going on in the world. But anyways, all three of us love Smallville. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm curious, 
You're so close to your Patronus, something's taking form. What? Oh, sorry. Anyways, new Superman in the Supergirl. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think of him? Uh, I think he's pretty good. He's a, I think he, he looks like a pretty decent Superman. Yeah. I, I was questionable at first, and he's starting to grow on me. He yeah. just um, he just didn't have like the angled Superman face, but he definitely has yeah. the personality of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have you guys have all seen the first Supergirl episode then, or of the new season? Heck yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about that for a little bit. So um, first off, reactions to the first episode uh, without spoiling. Stinking great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought it was yeah. great that they. I, at first, I thought they're going to kind of get back into the whole. Oh, it's it's going to be a fe- you know feminism show. However, they didn't. Like at first, I thought it was with the, the way they were going with a certain uh, character that they're going to bring in. However, it didn't appear that way. So I'm I'm happy about that. Uh, it's just it's it's got into a really good show. Just like uh, Melissa Benoist, she's she's a great actress as Supergirl. Just everyone in it. And then I'm so glad that Superman could come into it. I guess basically your first question. I I love that guy as. I should say I love him. I think he's pretty great as Superman. You know, he's no Tom Welling, but like you said, Jonathan, he, like his personality <laughs> is Superman. Maybe his. And I think he still needs time to grow into the character as well. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I think it's good. I think they're doing a jo- good job. I think it helps that they've switched over to the CW. I think like the whole oh, yes. people there helped a lot too. But overall, two thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. Like he, he's taken some time to warm up to me, but I just really, there's just something about him. I like, and I think that's what makes him Superman. It's just like, you can't really tell anything about him, but you, you still like the guy. You can't help, but like the guy. Sometimes you just want to punch him in the face, but you can't. So you gotta like him. Yeah. So I think that's what really makes him Superman. It's just like, you know, I can't help but just like him. He's just got that I don't hate you look <laughs> about yeah. him. Yeah, it's just like, gosh, you're just perfect. Pre- he's perfect pretty boy, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so for, for those of you that have seen the episode, the real question is, how do you feel about what happened between Supergirl and Jimmy? Uh, well... Honestly, I wasn't too surprised when I found out. Uh, just because, like, I was happy at the end. Spoilers, by the way. Spoilers for those of Full you sp- who are not caught up on Supergirl. <laughs> fast forward about 30 seconds. I know. Uh, they they uh, just need to, like, rewind about a whole minute. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah. You better hurry. Okay, okay, I told okay, him 30 okay, seconds. Okay, well, 25 <laughs> seconds, people. Okay, so I wasn't too surprised that Jimmy and... Uh, Supergirl Akara decided to uh, basically um, do what they did, and <laughs> I'll keep it like that. But um, I don't know, just like I was okay with it. I wasn't the big fan of Jimmy and her together, really. Anyways, I don't know. I don't see him with her. I see myself with her. Maybe that. Maybe that's. That, maybe that's what it is. But <laughs> maybe that's. What if I can't have her, no one can. Exactly. But I mean, I kind of feel bad for Jimmy in a way. But he's. He, perfectly like he understood perfectly and everything but it is what it is okay real quick before we continue this on i just got my pre- pre- yeah, pre- 
Patronus, and uh, I am a brown owl, and now I need to, I meant to pick up what that means. Uh, come on, scroll, scroll, scroll. Here we go. Um, there is stag, doe, phoenix, wolf, wolf, cat, doe, cat, goat, lynx, weasel. Gosh, come on. Okay, it doesn't explain which one mine is. Anyways, but I'm a brown owl, and it said it was unusual. So, and that describes me. I'm unusual. Okay, I had to I had to make a new account, and I used my um, uh -huh. my college email because I can't get an email from them about what my new password is. So, uh, <laughs> so I'll just have to do all the tests over again. Oh, cool! So Jonathan's gonna be taking all the tests today, and how are you doing? Have you taken the test yet, or made an account yet, Cameron? Oh uh, yeah, I made the account after verifying my email now. So, okay. Yeah. See. So, all right. So. Back to Supergirl then. I just wanted to announce that mine was a, a brown owl. And if anyone knows what that means, uh, you could contact me on Twitter, I guess, at Iron Ore. You'll be able to find it, hopefully. Anyways, continuing on, uh, Supergirl and Jimmy. Uh, I feel like, I don't know. Um... I mean, it feels right. Like, they didn't, like, just, you know, you know what? I don't like you anymore type of situation. Spoilers again. Spoiler warning. Anyways. But uh, I just feel like, I mean, I don't like when, especially CW shows, they do this a lot is they 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 do a lot of flirting with relationships. Uh -huh. Just flat out. It's just like, I like you, but I don't. Or they drag it out for three seasons. Or something like that. A lot of shows just do that. And I don't like it. It's just like either put them together or don't. But don't make me just sit there and cringe every time they almost touch or something. But you know what? That's how they get you to watch more episodes. So it works. I hate to say it, but that's true. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I buy it. Yeah. I mean, you, you have no choice but to buy it, though, is the problem. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I, I hate how shows do that, but, but it's a very effective uh, talking point, I guess, or strategy writing, that's the word. I have, uh, I've started the, the, the quiz, by the way. Okay, for which one? Uh, the Patronus. Okay, so... Jonathan has started his quiz, and Cameron is right. verifying his email. Yep, and now I'm trying to uh, find out my Patronus quiz thingy. Yes. It's, it's at the fire so, so. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I'll explain while they're taking their quizzes. For those of you who are not either huge Harry Potter fans or don't really understand the point of knowing your Patronus... Um, First off, Expecto Patronum is a spell that uh, they just use, and it basically, um, here, I'll just read what uh, J.K. Rowling has described for it, since uh, I don't want to mess this up. Anyways, the Patronus is a kind of anti-dementor, 
a guardian which acts as a shield between you and Dementors. It's also kind of a positive force, a projection of the very things that the Dementor feeds upon. Hope, happiness, the desire to survive. But it cannot feel despair as real humans can, and so the Dementors can't hurt it. Okay, here's so my, my, that's pretty. Okay, cool. Uh, so basically, and it typically takes form as an animal, <laughs> pretty much. What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you my get? My Vitronus is a buzzard. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically, you know, your the your essence of everything good about you is the way I tend to read and that. And people you try know? to run me over with their cars. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a brown owl and Jonathan is a buzzard. And apparently common ones are birds, I guess. I don't know. But it's also like people like to... Uh, super fans of Harry Potter uh, like to... Uh, what is it? put people in relationships together based on Perjonas's because uh, James and Lily, uh, Harry Potter's parents, uh, was a stag and a doe, so that's that. But then Cerberus Snape, his Patronus was also a doe, and so that means that he and Lily should have been together, or so says the super fans. I don't really care. I'm not a super fan. I just like reading stuff and exploring the lore of Harry Potter. Okay, next is Hogwarts House. On my my uh, my right. previous profile, I was a member of Ravenclaw, so I'm, I'm uh, curious as to see what they put me in this time. Yeah, because the the um, quizzes have changed since like three years ago. But anyways, yeah. So when I took the, cause it changed on me too. Uh, my original one was I was in the house of Slytherin. I was like awesome. Because I'm, I'm like the dude who likes to take the quote-unquote evil routes. <laughs> so Slytherin's known for uh, darkness. But anyways, and then I took it again. Because the website like did a reboot or whatever. And now I'm Gryffindor. And I can't change it. <laughs> and I'm mad. Because they're like the polar opposite houses, kind of. Like they both recognize... Um, the same strengths, but it's the motivation or a person's, you know, that really is the difference between Gryffindor and Slytherin. And now I'm just exploring the Pottermore website because this place is just really cool. Pottermore Shop. How are you doing, Cameron, on your, uh, well, your quiz? Well, it hasn't started for me yet. It go, it loads that fire symbol, then it goes to a black screen. So that's weird. Not really sure what's happening. <laughs> Cameron, you broke it. I think I did. Oh. Um. What is this? Oh yeah, have you guys uh? Seen the images that have been casually released for the new Wolverine slash Logan movie? Yes. Yeah. They look. They're yeah. They're just like casually releasing images every like 
every week or something like that because I think it was last week or the week before they dropped the movie poster which was you know his hand with the claws and with it titled Logan I'm really hoping they're and I've been saying this since uh they first announced it and stuff like that but I'm really hoping they're going the old man Logan route because uh-huh. that'd just be a nice conclusion since they are saying this this will be like the conclusion of the Wolverine storyline and this will be Hugh Jackman's last X-Men movie and all that type of stuff uh, that sucks uh-huh. yeah but, well apparently so I'm, I'm Gryffindor hey we're in the same house what up Roomies. Uh, alright it's working mi- so I'm mischief. taking the quiz alright cool Cameron's taking his Patronus quiz and he knows nothing about Harry Potter so that's awesome yeah I love it when we get people like that to do stuff. I'm about to uh, join my, uh, what is it, Ilver, Ilver Morning House? Yes. I that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Ilver Morning, uh, House of Witchcraft and Wizardry. I'm curious which one you get. But I basically got the Gryffindor equivalent to Ilver Morning. And I don't like it. Oh, no. I liked this one. I take that back. I did like this one. This was one of the ones I wanted. Because uh, Ilva Morning, you could get into the house of... It was the Wampus. The... Gosh, I'm trying to remember them. the houses. I feel stupid. Uh, there was Wampus. There was Thunderbird. There was Horn Serpent. And... I don't know the uh, pronun- the correct pronunciation, but then there was like Pudgy Wudgy or something like that. Or Pudge Wudge or Pudgy Wudge. Something like that. Anyways, and the, the houses, so for um, the Hogwarts houses are based off of the founders of Hogwarts. And then the Ilvermorny, like, so they were all named after the names of the founders. Ilvermorny School, their houses were sort of based off of the founders, but slightly different, because uh, the founders didn't like their names at all for whatever reason, um, or thought they were too basic or whatever, and so they decided they each came up with their favorite um, wizard beast. Ooh, I have my answer. Okay. What's what's your Patronus, Cameron? A Siberian cat. That's weird. <laughs> You're, so Cameron's a Siberian cat, and I have no clue what that means. Me but <laughs> good for you. Thank you. That that is your essence, mm, Cameron. I like it. You're, you you are deep within your heart and your soul. You are a Siberian cat. Well, I like it. There you go. So you could also take your house quiz if you so choose i might as well Mm-hmm. and then oh another thing that has been a thing which i still need to watch but uh british tv i love british tv by the way has come out with a show and uh cameron you like marvel jadil you like marvel so i'm assuming you guys like stanley yes Stanley has a British TV show, or has helped out with a British TV show titled Lucky Man. And that exists, and that currently has 10 episodes. 
and basically London poli London's police detective Harry Clayton uh, is a compulsive gambler in his spare time. He meets a strange and strange and mysterious and odd Eve, which is the name of another character, in a casino. And after the obligatory night of no strings passion, okay, Harry finds that Eve has left him with one very big string attached. It's a runic metal uh, bangle or wrist bracelet, um, impossible for Harry to remove, which gives him instant and universal good luck. So, very interesting show. Um... I find it interesting because Stanley always talks about his favorite superpower, if he could ever have one, is the ability to control luck. <laughs> and so... That sounds exactly that, like... Um, did you guys ever watch Ben 10 growing up? Yes. It sounds, it sounds exactly like that episode whenever Gwen had that uh, the amulet that allowed her to be lucky girl. Oh, oh That's yeah. basically what's happening right there. That is exactly what's happening. I never... Never even thought of that. I forgot that was a thing. Ben 10 rocked. Ben, original Ben 10 rocked. Yeah, the new one wasn't that great. And there was like three different versions of Ben Live 10. action sucked. <laughs> yes. Okay, so make that like four or five different versions of Ben 10 because I forgot about the live action version. It was still interesting though. Have, uh, have you guys done your uh, Ilvermore morning quest yet? Yes. Which one did you get, uh, sir? Thunderbird. I thought oh. you were gonna get Thunderbird. I got a, uh, I got Wampus. What the heck is a Wampus? Which, <laughs> it's basically it's a basically like the wizard version of a panther. Ah. So it's the comparable version to Gryffindor, if you compare them to. Uh. Hogwarts. Yeah. If I can remember yeah. words. No. And then uh, I think Thunderbird was the comparable version to. Well, it said that Thunderbird, Thunderbird um, favors adventures. So. So it sounds like Hufflepuff. I don't know. I think that Thunderbird kind of resembles Gryffindor more. Ah. Uh, then would that make Wampus Hufflepuff? Or the Ravenclaw. Wampus could be Ravenclaw. Well, well, I could see that. What did you say Wampus was? I'm I'm getting there. No. I always like, thought it compared to... So it represents the soul and fairy favors warriors. Ooh. I have my house. Okay. Griffin. Hold on. My computer just started downloading crap out oh, of no. nowhere. So I gotta delete this really quick. Anyways, what house did you get? Gryffindor. Hey! So we're like a good, awesome trio over at Gryffindor. Oh, I yeah. love it. Oh gosh, I have to delete this weird thing that just got downloaded to my computer. Was it something what bad? Happened? Yes, it is something bad. Nothing good just randomly downloads to your computer. Ooh. Bad. All right, it's gone. It's gone. That's good. And I realized at the beginning of this episode, I didn't really say what I had been up to this past week or so. Oh my gosh, Jadil. 
Harry Potter puppet <laughs> pals. No, we're not doing Harry Potter puppet pals right now. Oh, regardless, regardless of, is this a newer one? I haven't. I don't know if I've seen this one. No, it's old. Now I have to. No, I can't. Watch it, Cameron. Do it. Oh, oh, okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> Here we go. Anyways, I was just gonna say I didn't really speak about what I had been up to lately in my ventures. So I mentioned, oh, hey, that's neat. I just found a whole list of all the wizarding schools in uh, the wizard world. That's really cool. Anyways, uh, I so on the not-so-nerdy side of things, but still kind of nerdy depending on how you define your term nerd because it's kind of ambiguous. Anyways, I'm a huge fan of Sporting KC. Uh, the soccer team here in Kansas City, and which is now I just released my town of origin. Anyways, you're gonna get killed. Uh, <laughs> yep, they're gonna find me, kind of. Eric Cosmer's Kansas City is kind of. <laughs> Kansas City is a big place. Anyway, did you just put the mysterious ticking noise on? Mm, maybe. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh, dang it, Jadil! I want to watch these, but then my recording will pick it up, and I, it's a time bomb. I don't want that. It's a pipe bomb. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't mention time bombs and different types of bombs over your uh, your thing. Uh, this isn't a terroristic channel, everyone. ISIS. Yep, FBI is coming for us. <laughs> Son of a banshee. Anyways. Sporting KC played a game yesterday, and they have a pub here in Kansas City. And so I went up to it, and they were having a watch party. And I talked with basically their PR guy or hype man or whatever, and I got free tickets to the next Sporting Kansas City game. Oh, no way. Yeah, and I also won a raffle drawing for a soccer ball signed by one of the Sporting Kansas City players. Sweet. Awesome. So, that was fun. You're not old enough to go to a bar, are you? Yeah, yeah. When did you turn 21? <laughs> oh, wait, I this just gave your age. Whoops. <laughs> Versus age, the well, uh... location. <laughs> oh, my gosh, everyone's name? knowing everything about me. Next, it's going to be his address. <laughs> yeah. I already, I already put that out enough on the internet when I order off of Amazon and stuff. So. Yeah. I'll be back in a minute. Alright. He could have left during the break. Yeah. I... <laughs> that is true. Anyways. I heard that. So. How... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyways. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, also, in nerdian news, uh, I picked up the new Marvel comic, which just started uh, this week. Uh, Spider-Man specifically, the Clone Conspiracy. Ooh. Because um, Spider-Man has a weird thing with clones lately, <laughs> and so that has caught my interest. That is true, he does. Uh, and I don't know, oh gosh, freaking Norman Osborn. But anyways, uh, something just happened. <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, so I picked up that, and then I also, we talked about uh, DC Rebirth a few weeks ago, and I mentioned how I was interested in the new Green Lantern uh, comic, so I picked that up, and so I haven't had a chance to read them yet, I just picked them up today, as of this recording, and so I hope they're good, I'm really hoping they're good. I've heard good things about it, uh, it's kind of different, I guess it depends what, uh, comics specifically have like what person but Mm -hmm. i heard like a few are like it's a lot better than maybe the uh new 52 the the wonder oh is great yeah i um i was listening to some other guys talk about it and like they've said i've heard nothing but good things about rebirth um it's a great time i mentioned this last time so or not last time two weeks ago so i won't get too talk too much about it but just for those of you who don't know, Rebirth is probably the best point to come back into DC Comics if you've left it for whatever, because of New 52 or for whatever reason. Or it's just a great place to jump into DC Comics um, if you've never like been a huge comic reader. And that's actually why I picked up Green Lantern. is because I heard it was a great place to jump into DC Comics. Because I've been a fan of like the movies and stuff and TV shows since I was a kid. But jumping into comics has always been an awkward thing for me. Because just the comic book universe in general is always awkward to jump into these storylines that they've been going on for years. And like nowadays it's hard to even just pick up an issue one of any comic, you know. Um, because... Your first thought process when trying to become a new comic person is, I'll just start with issue one of something, and it'll just be a way to jump in. You can't do that anymore. Just typically issue ones are just continuation of a different story that ended. Yeah, they really are. And so, yeah, basically, I'll the repeat of what you said earlier. Just if you're looking to mm-hmm. you have a restart for DC, this is where you need to go because all that you said exactly it's it's, mm-hmm. it's i agree with it 100 percent. and something kind of cool i noticed that with the rebirth with wonder woman because i actually i've read i forgot which one it was but it was one of the first wonder womans that came out for rebirth they her and gal gadot the wonder woman from the movies now look yeah a lot alike just like with the facial features and how they're dressing i'm like that's actually pretty cool i don't know if they did that on purpose or if it's a coincidence but i think it's awesome yeah well uh yeah i I feel like art is never um on accident (laughs) but that that, i'll just say it that way like when you when you put that much detail into something it's typically not on accident you know yeah but you know it's and it could just be inspired by her you know not to say you know just that like they like the way the wonder woman uh, that Gal Gadot is representing and she I'm going to be honest like she looks like Wonder Woman mm-hmm. she does yeah, and she so does. I <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that Cameron you're welcome but uh, anyways uh, I have yeah I haven't read or seen anything from the new Wonder Woman I've heard it's great um, nothing bad about it. It's just Wonder Woman has never been my cup of tea out of comics or the shows or anything. So, but um, the fact that the movie is going to be oh wartime movie intrigues me. So, um, I'm definitely looking forward to it in that aspect. Plus, I can never say no to a superhero movie. Anyways, mm-hmm. 
but no. Uh, yeah. Uh, were you going to say something? I keep saying uh, a lot right now. Yeah, well, I guess one of the biggest nerd things ever that's coming out this December is Rogue One. Now, I don't know if... I, for, uh, I forgot if you've talked about it, your last one. Uh, uh, we grazed into it because we were trying to b- just basically go over movies that are coming out at this coming season but uh it was a shorter episode we ran out of time as it came down to the end of the year um we'll definitely you know as it builds up hype we'll definitely be talking about it as it goes on but if you have anything you want to see i i pretty much gave my piece about it a little bit last time and uh the time before when we talked about the toy line for it but if you have anything you want to say about it now's your chance yeah i guess i was just gonna say that rogue one i think it's gonna honestly in my opinion i think it's gonna be better than the force awakens and just because like you have all these new characters you have it's a different kind of star wars that we haven't seen before and i think you've you may have said this kind of previously is that just because with episode seven kind of just being real similar because of the characters it's like yeah it was a Mm -hmm. continuation of the other star wars so of course people are going to be hyped for it but broke one is it's like okay you're going back in time again in between episode three and four and this is a huge pivotal point it's a storyline it's how it's basically how it's episode four starts and just like with all the new characters like and it's definitely this is the one that's not jedi focused you know you take every other one even episode seven where really don't have many jedi in it except for uh ray that soon you know is somewhat of a jedi herself you know there's Mm -hmm. a whole theory behind that we won't get into that but it's finally (laughs) it's finally one where it's like okay it's just a bunch of like these people that's like a good shooter a rebel a really good pilot it's like you just have all these different kind of people in it and i think that's what's going to make it better than force awakens because it's totally different but you still have the iconic (laughs) death star in it you have darth vader in it and i don't know i just my final thoughts on it i think it's i'm gonna enjoy this more than i will force awakens and i think Mm -hmm. it's i don't know how well it's going to do budgetly like if it's going to be better than force awakens just because it's still a star i don't think it will still the star i don't think it will Mm -hmm. it's still a star wars title but i I feel like there's plenty of people who are gonna just casual moviegoers um aren't gonna recognize it either as a star wars movie even though they are calling it a star wars story a lot of people are just representing it as rogue one so there's there's probably a handful of people out there who uh don't know that it's star wars and whether or not that affects what they want to see it i don't know but then also uh there's going to be people who are like this isn't part of the main storyline i'm not going to go see it and then there's going to be people basically the same kind of thing oh this is another prequel movie i don't want to see that either (laughs) yeah so uh i can i can understand why people wouldn't want to see it Mm mm-hmm um so i'm gonna give it that it's just like you get anyone who doesn't want to go want to go see it has a free card to say no and unless you are a true out there star wars fan who likes uh you know the comic books the book books the movies the cartoons everything you know the toys if you're an all out there star wars fan 
like me because I read I read a few books. Um, the only thing that I'm really not invested into is the the comic books because comic books are a lot to invest into, and I choose those carefully. Mm-hmm. I I agree 100. <laughs> percent Comic books, you know, for being like you know only a dollar an issue, two dollars an issue, or something like that, depending on which series you're reading. Some of them are like five dollars an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just like it's a lot to get into when there's so much out there because mm-hmm. you have all the Star Wars, the Star Wars ones that you got Poe Dameron, Darth Vader, uh, this, that. You know, those are just the two that I saw today when I was at the comic book shop. But like, you, there's just a wall of Star Wars comics, and then not only that, but then you have to buy each individual issue, which could come mm-hmm. out twice a month or once a month. Yeah, which you know doesn't sound bad when you think about it at first, but I'm then it's back. just like, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, well, I mean, not but to mention there's just that, so much money that goes into yeah, it. Yeah, and not only that, but like the single issues, they're what maybe five, ten pages, and then you gotta wait for mm-hmm. the next issue that's come out if you're reading the current uh, issue that's you know mm-hmm. out right now. The thing with books, like, yeah, sure, if it's a series of books, it comes out every. It's a while in between books. However, it's so much yeah. more content than what it is. Like you could have a whole series of comics. You know, say there's you know twenty issues in one uh, uh, series that doesn't have as much content or background as just one book does. Yeah, especially with something as deep as Star Wars is. Yeah. Like you, you could get like a twenty issue series, and I'll probably tell you about. All right, that was this one fight. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's just there's just so much depth into that. So, um, like, and not to say if you're going out and you're paying for Star Wars comics or any comics, you're wasting your money. I'm not saying that at all. They're producing good content. So no, don't rage at me if I'm like if it sounds like I'm uh, bashing comic books at all. I I buy I put money into the comic books. I feel like I deserve to say if they're if I'm spending a lot of money or not on them, because I kind of am, <laughs> especially if you're buying like the graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, uh, Jadil, we were talking about uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Do you have any thoughts to that? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be pretty neat. Um, I, I kind of wish they would have added on to the story rather than going and being like, oh, uh, well, this one was so good. Let's just go ahead and make a prequel. It's fine. Oh, well, it's more like a prequel, prequel, and well, it, it. I wouldn't even. No, it's not really a prequel, prequel, because it takes place in between three and four. Yeah, but it. it I don't know. I, I just, I just wish they would have continued with the story because they had so much potential that they left off on that they're gonna pick back up soon. It. Uh, it's just. I, I think that they're just kind of cutting their fan base kind of uh, short. They're just like, okay, hey, we're gonna we're gonna leave you guys hanging until. We're uh we're we're through with this project, and I. Well, I don't. Well, no, they've been working on episode eight this whole time. Well, yeah, but they're, they're all they're taking on like two different projects at the same time, and I, I just feel like it could. Well, been... that's that's the way Disney does things. It's now. a filler. I mean, yeah, it's basically, and I I love the thought personally because I just love all the different Star Wars content. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, it's just basically a chance to. Not, not necessarily turn the books into movies, but get that chance to, like, 
for those people who don't read the books but want more Star Wars, it's a chance to get like a one of the Star Wars books type of story in a movie format. It's just extra stuff about Star Wars. And I feel like waiting two years for the next for episode eight would still be the right path, even if we're not having something this year. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question that maybe Jonathan might have. Uh, I guess anyone could really have. So, you know, this is taking place before episode four. You have all these new characters, you know, that we haven't seen before. Now, what's mm-hmm. going to happen at the end of this movie? Because it's not like you can have a sequel to this so-called prequel. Unless you have like, oh wait, this is even more before like episode four, like a little after, but not mm-hmm. quite at episode four, because like then you have you just have all these. Either you kill them off, you say, okay, they're going over here, you know, never hear from them again, or they go disperse, and you can bring them back, whether it's just mentioning the names or it's a cameo in episode eight or nine. Now that's one question mm-hmm. that I would actually, I'm actually kind of having concerned myself. I haven't thought about that before. It's like. What do you do with all these characters? That's a prequel, but you've already had movies set in. That's way far ahead of time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know. Um, all right. So we have you know new trilogy seven, eight, nine that they're currently working on. You know, that's far enough ahead of time to where we don't need to worry about them. You know, they'll either be old and corroded and no one cares about them anymore, or possibly dead uh, if they don't die in the movie. Four, five, and six, I say they should at least get a pass, you know, because you weren't thinking about this at the time you made them. This was George Lucas, and he's just telling one single story, not like an overall universe of stories at this time. And so they get a pass, you know, you don't, I mean, and even then, like, the, at the start of episode four, like, the rebellion was still sort of working in sectors or squads you know not really a whole united front so you could just say like this took place in this part this because like episode four it's taking place with one piece of the rebellion and then episode five it opens up with a different faction of the rebellion you know and it doesn't it's not really until episode six to where they're one united front so you could say this is just a completely separate faction of the rebellion and then we're going to send the plans to the other faction that takes place in episode four. If you really want it to be that connected. Mm-hmm. Um, or we could just kill them all off, which is my thought process. I really hope they all die. I honestly think That'd they're be going it. to. All of them are going to get mm-hmm. caught. Even like Felicity Jones' character, everyone's going to get caught. And they're like, hey, you, you stole the Death Star plans. Where are they? You don't tell us to find. Boom. Or Darth Vader comes mm-hmm. and it's like, fine, blah, blah, blah. Chokes them to death. <laughs> I heard these guys, uh, some other guys that were talking about theories, and like, it would be like a total jerk move if they like get caught and imprisoned on the Death Star, and then they die when they blow up the Death Star. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd just be hilarious. It's just like, we got these guys who are, uh, you know, the rebel rebellion just like, oh, we have those guys on the Death Star. We should probably go save them. Or just blow up the Death Star since we got the plans. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So, like, there's different things that could happen. But even if they do survive, there's, like... They don't have to be brought back. Like, they have, you know... I mean, and then even with uh, Jen Erso, uh, she has full right to not even be a part of the Rebellion. They just, you know, they're pulling her in off of a prison ship, so... 
or prison transport. Mm-hmm. So she just gets pulled in. She's like, you know what? I helped you with this because they're my dad's Death Star plans. Uh, you know, this involved with my. This was highly involved with my father. So I helped you do this because it provided closure for me. But I'm not a part of this rebellion. She gets a pass, and then other people will probably die. And so you'll probably just have this one war hero left, maybe. Um, that's still a part of the rebellion and it's just hanging around. Like, you know, they could just be background characters. Like, there's no reason for them to need to be referenced, in my opinion. Uh Like, this is just a fun side story. Yeah. Jonathan? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, as to your whole, like, prequel thing, like, or I, I forgot what you said specifically. Uh, I no, we did sort of talk about uh, the whole side story and stepping off. So never mind. I forgot I talked about that already. <laughs> yeah. So much to talk about. So so much time. So much content. It's it's just great. Oh yes. It's great. Totally. And right now I'm looking at different Green Arrow pictures from DC Rebirth. Oh, what? Oh. What? No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about that we could talk about for a, a little bit. Um, definitely not spend as much time on as we did last week, but uh, um, last week we sort of talked about upcoming fall slash winter movies. Um, but I also want to take a time and talk about video games that are coming up because. This is like a big time for video games because yes. it's right before the holiday season. And so there's a lot of big name games coming out. Oh, and Pokemon is one of them. Yeah. Pokemon Sun and Moon are coming out. I have already paid for mine. Yep. So you too? Yeah, yeah. my little brother got it for yeah. me for my birthday. Nice. Aw, that's, that's so sweet. Oh, they're making a Halo Wars 2. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not till 2017, so we're not even going to talk about well, that. Well, that means it's but, got uh, plenty of time to get shut down. That's perfect. Um, <laughs> given that there's already box art, I don't think that's going to happen. But anyways, Pokemon Sun and Moon is a thing. What do you think about it, Jonathan? You you already have it, kind of, you know. You have a password, I guess you could say. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I've, I've liked Pokemon for years and years and years, and um, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not really too fond of a few of their, uh, uh, how can I put it? Um, their Alola forms. Yeah, Alola forms. I, I think that Executor's Alola form is really stupid. It's like they mixed a giraffe with a, uh, a pineapple or a coconut tree, and it, it's just really it's dumb. I, I just I thought that they could have come up with a much better design than that. And I saw a uh, what about I'm not quite sure if it was a sand fan. slash and Vulpix. I, I'm not I'm not sure if it was a um, if it was a fan art or if it's something they're actually doing. But uh, Jigglypuff was like in the actual shape of a balloon, and its tail was like the, the string that ties around the bottom of the balloon. And I was like, that's stupid. They're, they're just throwing out dumb ideas now. But needless to say, it's it's a Pokemon game, so I'm excited. I'll beat it in yeah. a couple hours, but it's still worth it. <laughs> and not to mention, this is the first Pokemon game in three years 
which is a significant time because before that it was every you know like maybe one or two years you know he had several in 2002 and 2008 and then there's a big gap between 2008 2013 with pokemon x and y so uh this is a pretty big deal Mhm. I guess. Okay. Oh my gosh. The uh, Alola form for uh, Muck. It's green. He's basically no. He's rainbow. He's green, blue, red, yellow. Well, it's sun and sun and moon. They both have different forms. I'm just checking. I'm just looking at the art gallery of Sun and Moon, uh-huh. so it doesn't say which one. But. This is all pretty... Oh, I like the Greninja art. Or is that Greninja Evolution? I can't... It's just an art gallery. It's not really telling me what they are. Some of these Pokemon look pretty cool, though. I'm not going to lie. And then you got the Rattata Alola form. He looks basically like a dark Rattata. A fat one. That No, that's a Raticate. Uh... But uh, then there's the Sandcastle Pokemon. Oh, I didn't realize they released so much art mm-hmm. and a weird meow. <laughs> yeah, he's dancing. Uh, yeah. How do you guys feel um, about uh, Rattata having like a Mexican mustache? <laughs> <laughs> I think it suits him well. I think it suits him. Yeah, but like their explanation for the Lola forms, you know, makes oh my gosh, what is that? I don't even know. It looks like a freaking messed up ditto. Uh, anyways, like their Lola forms, it's basically because this one's based out because uh, each uh, new zone that the games are based off of, you know, are based off of real life locations. You because know, you had Kanto and Johto and all of those. Um, I for this is like. They're calling it Alola, right? Like, that's the location. I think there's multiple islands that you can go to on this game. Yeah, I know, but the all the whole group of islands is called Alola. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a, it's definitely a Hawaiian theme game. It, yeah, it's based off of Hawaii because there's the group of islands. Because Hawaii is the group of islands and each island has its own separate name. And so that's basically what they're doing. I believe it's ty- the, the cluster of islands is Alola, which is why each one has its own forms. But, uh... That the whole purpose of them having Alola forms is uh, just sort of like how uh, basically Darwin and the birds, uh, the they had different islands, and so all the birds had different beaks and stuff, and so now different Pokemon have basically a green, yellow, blue sludge to them. Uh, but yeah, that's Pokemon, and so that's coming out. Uh... But before Pokemon comes out, my my personal excitement at the moment, uh, which is in a few weeks, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 is coming out. And so that's really exciting for me. Uh, that's a thing. Uh, Xenoverse 1 was alright. I feel like it could have been better. And then Xenoverse 2 is coming out, and it's an overall improvement, in my opinion, based on the betas. Uh, so that's really exciting. I don't know if you guys are Dragon Ball fans at all. 
but I'm really excited for Xenoverse 2. That's another game I uh, currently have paid off for. I have the Super Collector's Edition for that, so I'm really excited. Hey, what are, um, what are, what are y'all's uh, DS names? We can do that off-screen. Oh, well, why not? Why not? You don't want people to know it? I don't just want random spams of friend requests or messages. Well, I'm, I'm willing to take any Pokemon battle because I'll kick their butts. But all right, <laughs> well, you can share your DS name. I'm not gonna share my DS name even, out to the internet. I don't even know what mine is. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, but anyways, uh, did you guys have any comments against Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two coming out next week or? You want to move on? I never. I've never or not next week, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. I, I've never played a game, but it looks from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like it's going to be really good. Yeah, really good. I'm excited yeah. that for you. Yeah. Or no, wait. It is a week. A week from tomorrow. Holy cow! I just got really excited, guys. <laughs> Anyways, um, also coming out, Battlefield One. Uh, that comes out. This Friday, actually. I think that one's going to be really good. That's cool. Um, I'm not... I used to be a huge uh, first-person shooter. Call of Duty, Battlefield 1. Ba- uh, Call of Duty, Battlefield, Halo. Used to love those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Segwain, uh Call of Duty comes out. Boo. That's a thing. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, another Call of Duty comes out. Oh, would you look at that? No, I'm in the same boat as you. I used to love Call of Duty. I used to play it all the time. You know, Call of Duty Three, mm-hmm. Modern Warfare Two and Three, Black Ops. I kind of stopped after Black Ops Two. I just kind of got sick of it. Stopped playing Halo for a while, and I was I started really getting into like the adventure games like Tomb Raider and Assassin's Creed. And stuff yeah, like that. yeah, me too. However, Assassin's Creed's what's transferred me. Yeah, uh, but like when the Battlefield One beta came out, I think it was about a month ago. I, I played it and I got really into it. It was really fun. So I actually think mm-hmm. I might buy Battlefield One. Um, I think it looks really good. I'm finally glad they're going back to you know World War One. You know because we've seen so many future stuff or modern. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why I'm not interested in this Call of Duty because like it's so far into the future. You might as well just call it Halo. <laughs> and like <laughs> honestly, like I think Halo and Call of Duty are going to you know mix up after a while because. It's getting so close together, so I I, I don't know because Halo's that you know, Xbox independent property, yeah, exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, with Battlefield One, it looks really good. I, I I've seen I've played the beta. I've seen lots of gameplay with it. I I, I can't wait for it. Uh, I guess Gears of War. I've started getting into that the past year or two, and yeah, Gears of War just Gears of War Four just came out. Yep. Uh, actually, this weekend or today. Was it today? Was it today? I thought it was last week. Uh, it was last week, the 11th, yep. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not going crazy. No, yeah. So I mean, Cameron's going crazy. <laughs> it looks great. I have a, a friend of ours, Adam, who's on the show uh, two weeks ago. He really enjoys that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we, me and him talked about that a little bit last week. Okay, yeah. Uh, at, before we got into movie talk. Oh, excellent. But and then, uh, No Man's Sky that already came out. That's had some, that's had some bad <laughs> backlash yeah, on that. Yeah, No No Man's Sky. Yeah. And then um, also on here, uh, no, that's 2017. 
I have a list pulled up from IGN that I'm going off of. So okay. I'm trying to stick to this upcoming holiday season. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 comes mm-hmm. out. And I'm really excited for that. Open world RPG. Um, Final Fantasy 14 had that MMO uh, vibe to it. Wasn't too much of a fan of that. Uh, though I do I do play MMOs, just not Final Fantasy, preferably. Uh, uh, I will say this, though. I'm just, uh, if you haven't played the first 14 games, I highly suggest playing the first 14 games. That was a joke. Uh, but, um... <laughs> no, Final Fantasy does its own storyline each time, so don't worry about that. I feel I felt a need to say that now. <laughs> um, but uh, there's a new Legend of Zelda game, and I just wanted to bring this up because you can pre-order it, but it does not yet have a release date. It's just for the Wii which U. Which I think is funny. Yeah, because Nintendo. But uh, Final Fantasy 15, I'm gonna get that. I'm excited. That's gonna be on my game channel here in a few, well, in a month or so. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 comes out in January now. I thought that was December, but it moved. I've never really been a big fan Um, of Kingdom Hearts. I just can't never get into it. uh, Um, I think that's the main big ones. Call of Duty on the list. November 4th is the release date for that. Um, Darksiders. Yeah. Um, Warmastered Edition. So that'll be exciting. Um, uh, ooh, ooh, yes. Titanfall 2. That's a thing. Um, that looks... Uh, I mean, just as good as the first Titanfall looked, in my opinion. Have, uh, have you actually played Titanfall? I played. I do not own, but I played it, and I enjoyed it. Um, I had, The thing about Titanfall is they seemed more in it for the online multiplayer than the story mode. I heard the story mode was very lacking, um, which is most games... Uh, in this first person per, first person shooter context nowadays is they're more in it for the uh online play than the story mode Which and along is- with call of duty infinite warfare we're getting a remastered edition of Wa- modern warfare which i hear is you have to get infinite warfare and not only that but you get a disc uh if you're console uh, you get a disc and which will download the game for you, but whenever you play it, you have to have the disc in. Yeah, and which I think is weird. Mm-hmm. Now, not only that, but it's crazy. So with Infinite Warfare, it takes 130 gigs to download Infinite Warfare, and then, uh, but I mean that's including both all the Infinite Warfare and then the Call of Duty. Uh, for remastered with all the maps and everything, but still 130 gigs. It's so much. So, not best news right there. Yeah. And then, uh, so make sure you got the space for that. And then tomorrow, as of this recording, or yesterday for those of you who are listening to this the day um, I released this, but 
Anyways, and if you're not, then you can just get the game. But anyways, Batman Return to Arkham comes out October 18th, which is tomorrow. So that's pretty interesting because I thought that it was done after Arkham Knight. And then Civ 6 looks interesting. If you're a RTS type fan. Dishonored 2, that's a thing. Any comments on that? I never played the Dishonored series, so I don't... I never played the Dishonored. I've seen gameplay. I've known people that play it, and I, I hear great things about it. Okay. So if you were a fan of Dishonored 1, Dishonored 2 comes out... November 11th, and then Watch Dogs 2 comes out November 15th, and that I'm actually kind of excited for. I did not play Watch Dogs 1, but I was a huge fan of it, or not fan, but I was, I've was i been greatly intrigued by it, I should say. I, I um, can say I've played the first Watch Dogs I have, it, and it is a lot of fun. I it, It's really mm-hmm. fun. It's like Grand Theft Auto, but without all the drugs the prostitution the, the strip clubs pretty much out uh, <laughs> uh, uh adult you know without the adult stuff but it's really cool you know you get a free world you can explore chicago the outskirts in downtown chicago it's, it's a lot of freedom into the game i enjoyed it a lot now however i saw the uh, the trailer of Watch Dogs 2 it takes place in san francisco i personally don't find it I didn't think it looked that entertaining or attractive, I guess you could say, if you want to use that word. Mm-hmm. So that's my opinion. Uh, but first Watch Dogs, I highly recommend that game. All right. So play one, not two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but if you really enjoy it, like I, I'm not one to rate a game that uh, I haven't played. but uh, And it's hard to speculate a game just off of a trailer, honestly. It's all about the plane of it half the time so um if it's something that interests you go out and play it uh also coming out uh another nintendo uh ds game mario party star rush um you know it's just a basically another mario party game for the ds uh comes out november 4th I, I don't know why it's on the DS. It doesn't it seems like Mario Party's always seemed like a game that you'd want to play on console. But you know, if you if you got that itch for Mario Party on the go, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Two itches. Um up. Yeah. Uh the DLC for Dark Souls three comes out soon. That's exciting. Um, I'm a fan of Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, anything from from software. So um, I will be jumping on that not right away because I've spent most of my game money already for this season. But it, you know, Dark Souls 3 was a fun game to play. So I can imagine that the DLC will be just as good. Um other than that that's the main games uh now i'm just getting into weird awkward games that were technically announced for 2016 oh a sword art online hollow realization that comes out because other sword art online games totally worked out so well that you need another one (laughs) 
No. I, as none of the games that I've seen for Sword Art Online are good. Didn't uh, even know there was a Sword Art Online game. Yeah, there was one made for the PS Vita. Why don't they, why don't and... they just make an MMO for, for the PC? Because, Jadil, that would be too easy and not enough of a challenge. <laughs> exactly. You know what? You know what? Just make it available for uh, the virtual reality too, because everyone will jump on that right away. Heck, get it on the the Vive, the Oculus. Even after watching the show, I'd still do it. (laughs) PSVR. Oh yeah, PSVR dropped recently. That's a thing. So, I I don't have it. I don't plan on buying it. Because I'm not made of money. But I hear it's a nice way to introduce uh, yourself into VR if you already have a PlayStation. But if you're going to buy a PlayStation for the VR, don't. Just go out and buy a Vive or something better. Uh, because the PS- there's a lot better um, VR equipment than the PSVR. Mm-hmm. It, it's nice if you already have a PlayStation. Yeah, just go like, after Google Cardboard. You're fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. At the way, as hot as phones get nowadays, that's not going to set that cardboard on fire oh, at just, all. Just, just use the uh, the Galaxy Note Seven. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I found out they figured out what was causing them to explode, and it was the curvature in the phone. Like had like the way that because the way the phone is shaped i guess uh was causing components to be too close together and when they would overheat it would catch on fire hmm. interesting or some or something like that yeah well unless you guys have anything else to say jump 16 i think we're good. <laughs> 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 All right. And this has been nerd out, everyone. Uh, I am gonna say though, uh, you guys, I don't even know how to come back from that. You just been trumped. Do you guys? Uh, I want to open it up to just some final thoughts, but I'm afraid to. Uh. I guess because we uh, opened the podcast with what we have been doing. Uh, Again, I'm going to close the podcast with stuff that we are venturing to do or planning to do in Nerd Live, if anything. Mm -hmm. I don't recommend politics as nerd things. But what if Stan Lee runs for president? He's old enough. (laughs) He's also old enough to die the moment he swears in. Yep. I think that's Let's... still a better choice than what we've got. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about Stanley passing away. Exactly. That's a blasphemy. Um, so you guys realize that they just uh, pre-recorded his next four cameos. Yep. They're like, yeah, he might die soon. Gosh. At least they're decent enough to do that for us. Yeah. Not die, just pre-record the stuff. 
Yeah. So, but I have a thought, you know, since they do have pre-recorded cameos, what I want to see happen, I'm not even going to say, you know, when the unspeakable happens, because I think we talked about a little bit last week what uh, we could see happen instead of cameos, but what did I just hear? Okay. Anyways, a thing that we could see happen uh, would be like just take because we have all these old video shots of Stanley and just splice them in uh, somewhere in a Marvel movie. I think that'd be awesome. Yes. Uh, but anyways, stuff that you are currently uh, that you are proceeding to plan to do. Well, I am currently on fall break from a school. I will not tell. However, I'm planning <laughs> to get caught back up on The Flash, on Arrow, on Supergirl, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and... Well, you're already caught up on Supergirl. Well, the, a new episode just came out. Uh, let's see. What's today? Tonight. Tonight. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And then so you, at, at, as of this moment, you are caught up, awesome. sir. And I think I'm <laughs> caught up with Flash until, until tomorrow. tomorrow. And then I yeah. need to watch the Arrow, though. Um, yeah. The two Arrow episodes are really good. Okay. But, and then, along with those, I'm going to try to get in some video games. I've been playing the Master Chief Collection again. It's, I, I just love the Solid. Halo games. Like, my one of my roommate just got the Master Chief Collection for the first time. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll play with you. So, I just really appreciate the, the Halo games. You kind of have to, but. Mm -hmm. So, that's me this week. Cool. Jonathan, you plan on doing anything anytime soon? Um, well, as soon as I get off here, I'm probably going to play some Pokemon. Um, and then uh, tomorrow, I'm definitely looking forward to a new episode of The Flash coming on. Because um, Season 3 seems to be really, really good. I think they're doing a pretty good job with Flashpoint. Um, but... Also, uh, tomorrow night, a uh, new episode of Vampire Diaries starts the, the final season. Um, so I know. It's a, it's a, so, it's a, wait, no. Tomorrow? That's Friday. I, I, I thought it was tomorrow because normally CW does uh, Vampire Diaries on Tuesdays. No, CW changed it to okay, Friday well, this season. Well, this week then it, uh, it comes out. So I'm looking forward to that. And um, it, it's bittersweet, but uh, as long as they don't bring Elena back at all, I'm perfectly fine. Um, I could see them at least doing it for the series finale, just like she exists. As long as they don't show, as long as they don't like show her face, you just have an idea, or you hear her voice, then I'll be fine. <laughs> it's not that she's ugly or anything; it's just that she, her character annoys me, so I don't really want to see her face. I, I think that would probably ruin any emotional ties to the ending of the show. Yeah, for me, like uh, I always hear you complain about her, and like I never had a problem with her, to be honest. And then this past season airs and goes i'm like this is a really awesome season i'm like holy cow this show is a lot better without it Elena really is it. <laughs> and she's uh, excuse my language but she's a total like skank um <laughs> she, she went from she, she went from i'm not gonna uh, n n uh, spoilers but she, she went from her brother or not her brother wow she went to her boyfriend to her boyfriend's brother and it, it was just like oh she wasn't even phased by it and I understand that she thinks that she's in love, and at some point she does fall in love, but she kind of just left one of them hanging, and that wasn't cool. Mm. I see where you're coming from. 
but I was a lot more. I was a bigger fan of the Damon Elena relationship than the Dana Stefan. So oh, you you you're just or, mesmerized by his eyes. <laughs> you're not wrong. It's okay. I like Stefan's hair. <laughs> I know. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, the CW shows are glorious. I have been watching them all. Well, not all of them. But I have been intrigued by the new one that they have out this season, uh, Frequency. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's actually that's based off of a 1980s film that had, um, oh, what was his name? Um, uh, gosh, I lost it. But anyway, so there was a, I know who you're talking. It was a DVD called Frequency, and uh, <laughs> I've I've had it for years. It's really good, and I haven't bothered watching the show because cool. I like the movie so much. Yeah. So that's a thing. I'm going to try and get into that. Uh, other than that, um, pretty much the same as you guys, just keeping up on all the shows on the CW. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Um, I'm also a fan of Once Upon a Time. That's a great series. I've uh, been watching that. Um, that's my TV life. Movie life, I need to catch up on because holy cow, I've slacked uh, this past summer. Um, I've seen that just so much good stuff came out, or so much stuff that I wanted to see. Um, I wasn't with you. Oh, well then, anyways. Uh, (laughs) um, But so, try and catch up on movies that I've missed somehow. Uh, Star Wars Rebels is also really Mm. good. Um, I've been watching that. Uh, just season three just started. Um, what else? Other than that, uh, like I said, I picked up some new comic books. I'm going to be reading those. Uh, so prepare for me to like, just sort of be like the catch up on that as I read through those, these next few months. And then gaming wise, uh, I do, uh, I do a gaming channel. Uh, I'll plug that every single time because if I can get a bigger audience, I will. Um, and I'll plug this podcast in on my gaming channel because I rule this stuff. I don't know. Uh, anyways, I have a gaming channel, Iron Ore Gaming. Check it out. It's pretty awesome. We're doing a, uh, currently doing a stream on Bloodborne, uh, doing a playthrough of... Uh, Resident Evil so those are always fun uh, then uh, oh yeah so a couple days ago uh, during the last stream on Saturday I announced that uh, I am doing a campaign through an organization called Extra Life uh, and basically what they do is they you know take streamers video game let's play channels and stuff and they all uh come together to raise money for uh children's hospitals and each person has you know uh specializes the hospital in their area and cameron and jonathan are having a chat right now in the skype session and it's distracting me But uh, anyways, so we come through, and so basically what I'll be doing is I'm raising, trying, asking for donations and stuff. (laughs) 
Jonathan is currently talking to me in the Skype chat, and they both love me very much. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'm raising money for children, my local children's hospital here in Kansas City. So if you guys uh, go to my channel, I have links to the donation page all over there. I have a link somewhere on my Facebook page, which is also Iron Ore Gaming. Uh, I'll probably post links on Twitter. I'll post links for it everywhere, just so that everyone can, you know, do uh, have a chance to donate or have a chance to share the links so that uh, they can get other people to donate. But this will be going on till November 5th, and on November 5th, uh, the whole Extra Life organization has their day. It's a Gameathon day, and I'll be doing a 24-hour gaming stream on you on my YouTube channel. So, no, you cannot use Monopoly money, J-Dale. Okay, I thought he was going to say something. <laughs> He's typing in the chat. But anyways, I'll be doing all sorts of... And, so, and the stream will not be my normal Bloodborne stream. It'll just be a bunch of random stuff. So that'll be the excitement of it. I don't even know what I'm streaming yet. But I'm excited. And I really hope people will donate. I'm campaigning this till the end of the 24 hours so um if you guys want to donate feel free not gonna pressure you or anything but spread the word as well a anyone so i'll put a link in the description to the podcast i'll put a link wherever i can but anyways that's what i'm doing um anything else you guys want to say i just want to say thank you for having me on the show it was a great talk, Aww. and I was—I hope all of you enjoyed it. Just casual talking about nerd stuff. There you go, Jonathan. Hey guys, um, I think you're really neat. I hope you enjoyed today's uh, podcast. And um, I'm, uh, I'm allergic to onions and garlic, so my life is sad. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, keep, keep on living your life. All right, love you. Yeah, keep on living your your life. That's, that's a good way to end it. So, sayonara, everyone. Bye. Adios.